I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Our ambitious goal is 100,000 schools in the next 10 years will be using some part of the Learn Life model. Um, and, and we think that's going to be possible um, at the rate that we're, we're developing a tech platform to support it so that we can be open source and, uh, and share a lot of what we're doing in the methodologies and also enable um, learners to connect from all over the world. We also have a, a, a remote hub that we're calling Home Hub so that learners can connect from all over the world and start joining now. One of the big issues was we had this demand coming in, but we were like, well, how do we get involved? And so now you can take workshops online. How you day, how you day. That was one of the voices behind Learn Life. Learn Life is fascinating to me. In the episode, you see that I was interviewing a bunch of people, you know, part of the team behind Learn Life, as well as some of the students in Learn Life. And they're an educational program and system that is all about discovering and empowering your skill set, especially one that fosters and focuses on self-determination, purpose-inspired, and personal learning. So it's a learner-centered type of educational system. And given the, the year we've had, and I think what the future is going to show, I'm truly fascinated by the idea of educational curriculums designed with the learners in mind. Outside of this, I am a professor and I am involved in a lot of educational systems, but I've come to learn that the best way to get the best out of students is to have them collaborate with you. That's something I certainly wish I had. So I'm hoping that as you are learning about Learn Life, you are thinking about your kids, you're thinking about your nephews, your nieces, or people you know that could benefit from this. I think it's a, it's a, it's a truly inspiring platform. And if the audio is in and out, it's because <laughs> I caught them in between school. So you, you might hear some background noises, but please brave through the outside noise and uh, check them out. There are, the links to what they're up to will be in the show notes as usual. Without further ado, let's get to the episode. Welcome everyone to another episode of As Told by Nomads. And today I have a big team. A very big team and they got big rings sorry it's a drake reference but <laughs> i have the the learn life team and learn life is you know they're a group of change makers united by a passion to create a lifelong learning paradigm we're going to be discussing what these paradigms are i have a member of their team devin i also have 
a group of their learners who are going through the paradigms as well. So what I'm going to do with this episode, because this is an episode unlike any episode in the 500 plus episodes I've done, I'm going to pass the mic virtually uh, to, to Devin, who's going to tell us a little bit about the organization, and we're going to go around and learn all about the learners. And from there, we'll talk about the importance of passion in being a change maker in today's world. Devin. I didn't plan this. Can you hear the clapping in the background? Did you, know, did you notice both times that you said my name, they clapped? That wasn't on purpose. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> I didn't know. But, yeah, I mean, it, it'd be nice. I'm not that egotistical, but if people clapped all the time. But um, we, have, uh, we have this week, um, what's called Transfer Week, where the learners um, who are working on projects together. I'll pause for a second. Thanks. I think oh, yeah, I hear the clapping now. <laughs> I hear it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so um, we have a, a thing called Transfer Week where the, the learners, after three months of working on different projects and things, they come together to work on some kind of collaborative project to transfer what they learn in different disciplines to different contexts. Uh, um, so they, they can talk about that later if, if they want to. Um, but just some, some quick background about Learn Life. Um, we got together a group of kind of rebel rousers and change makers in education to think about uh, what it would look like to really make this paradigm shift in education happen. So um, we looked at the most innovative schools around the world and tried to take best practices to see what are they doing, what is, what is moving and shaking in education. Um, and we started with this hub in Barcelona and we're, we're at the moment, um, we have a, a primary through secondary, but we're also launching hubs. We have about 80 leads on hubs that will start. We just signed a few contracts with uh, other hubs that will launch around Europe and then hopefully into uh, other continents soon. Um, so the, the, the principal idea is uh, about giving learners more agency, more power over their learning journey and the capacity to, to learn how they le want to learn, when they want to learn and what they want to learn. So uh, I typically try not to talk too much because the kids are more interesting to, to hear from. And, uh, you know, it's best practice as a, a teacher too to not to not talk so much. So I can pass the mic from there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So please. Uh, so basically you're in Barcelona, you're growing your first learning hub and it's an innovation community and you're all exploring different yeah. learning. All right. All right. Well, um, Alba, what do you do at learning in life? Uh, well, um, do I tell my experience with it? Yeah. Yeah. Experience why you chose learn life and, and what you hope to, uh, to create. Well, I mean, my experience through, like, well, I'm probably quite new right now, but yeah, I mean, my experience was just amazing and absolutely fantastic, actually. What are some of the things that you're working on right now, Alba? Oh, I really enjoy doing writing, or as we call it here, CCLs, or mm -hmm. uh, literacy. Um, and I really find it that I can express myself through writing and it's really cool. Huh. Is it so, okay. So you, now you're in Barcelona, my understanding is correct. And in, in, Bar, uh, in Barcelona, you decided to go down this path with learn life because did you feel like there was a gap in, in, in the traditional educational platforms you were interacting with or was there a specific skill you wanted to develop? Because I noticed you mentioned writing. Did, did you feel like this was a good place for you to work in your writing? I mean, I like more of the creative part of mm. everything. And 
in traditional schools, it's more strict and just exams that just stress me out and yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right. So, so this, this works more, this is this, this flexibility and then there's some creativity that works there for you as well. Okay. I uh, appreciate that. Mateo, is that the same for you? Yeah. Um, yeah uh, so yeah, a bit the same. Um, I think learn life. Um, I think I have a better, I think my experience was better in learn life than any other school. Well, not any other school, but uh, since I came to Barcelona, I, I went to school and that's school I went to was not the greatest, you know. Like I always said, exams, um, teachers stressing me out a lot. <laughs> uh, um, uh, mostly um, teachers don't really understand me. Yeah. In the old school, they didn't really understand my level, mm-hmm. like in math, uh, English, and all of that. And in their life, I think they understand me a bit better because I, I at the beginning of their life, the first time I came to learn life was for a stop motion, uh, <laughs> a stop motion uh, class. But after when I heard it was a school, I was, I was excited. So I said I'm going to try it out. So the first time I came to learn life, I, I it was very fun, like yeah. very fun, and I was happy that they understand my my level and like what I have to work. Like um, how to say it? Like they understand my level. Yeah, I hear, I hear that. Now, I, I got to ask you all, uh, are you all from Barcelona? Are you all from Spain? Uh, no, uh, I'm, I'm from England. I moved here seven years ago. Uh, I, I, I've, I've gone through like a good uh, 30, 12 years of my life in traditional education before I came to, no, 12, 14 years of my life in traditional education before I came to. Ah, okay. uh, yeah, much. Now, so for those listening that Zeus, now Zeus, you're from England and you, you how did you hear about the program? Well, I heard about it when, uh, when I originally started up. My parents uh, started looking into it. Uh, if traditional school wasn't quite working for me, uh, as I have like uh, I have a large passion for the, you know tech, uh, technology and computer programming and all these technological uh, aspects of you know um, scholarship uh, sorry, uh, of study, the studies that I couldn't quite pursue at my old school it, it was just very limiting in terms because the old the school i attended was very focused on pure academics and language and it just it, there was a lot of a clash of interests between me and the school and there was not there wasn't any other good international schools in my area and once we had a vote life it was it was it, was, it piqued my parents interest and we decided to go check it out uh, i unfortunately wasn't able to go for the first two years of, uh, of yeah, my life's uh, uh, two or three years of my life because of, uh, well, my parents wanted to keep me in my school, but for my last year of high school, my parents decided to pull me out and put me into learn life. And I have to say, it was probably, probably one of the better decisions we've made so far. And my, my time here is definitely, has definitely allowed me to grow in ways that I could have never done in the Jewish yeah, this is this is fascinating because I'm so curious. I, I, I'm going to come back to you because I have a few questions on that. But I, I want to go to Cayman and Pablo. So I'll start off with you, Cayman. Um, are you from are you also international or are you from Spain? Oh, yeah, I'm initially from Texas, the, the States. So, oh, even the United States. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I moved to Spain like 10 years ago. And um, after nine years, we or eight years or so, we found Learn Life, and that's where I came here. Came so here. Came. Okay. And so, was it your parents? Your parents is the one, yeah, are, are the ones that decided to, you know, try a, a different path. It's, it's more like my brother, he was in Austin, Texas, and um, 
he was in the school called Athen, and it's kind of similar to Learn Life. And so they saw how well it went for him in that school, and mm. they wanted the same for me. So they they tried to find something in Barcelona, and they found this place. Yeah, and was it your parents' job that that brought you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and Pablo? Um, I'm I I was born and raised in Barcelona. My mom is Mexican, uh-huh. and something that I think is really important. I've been going to traditional school since I was born. I've never I always been that kid. I, let's just say I was the 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 clown class, and <laughs> I I always failed. And I was was the kid like not trouble, but because everyone loved me, even the teachers. But I was the kid that always failed and was never doing good at school. Yeah. Um, so two years no, actually last year I did an exchange here in the U.S. Um, that's what uh, that was an experience, and COVID um, COVID messed it up, and I had to come back to Spain. Yeah. Um, and when I came back, I tried to join uh, another traditional school, but none of the schools um, accepted me. None of, none of the public school accepted me. Um, so I was with no schools in the middle of the summer, and when it's really hard to join a school because all those spaces are already full and everything. So my mom was like, you have an interview in this school. Um, we're going on Friday. And I was like, I'm going by myself because I'm 17. And for the first time I have the ch- the chance and I'm able to make a choice on what, what's my next step. My guy, so, good job. <laughs> so my mom was like, okay, you're going. And I was like, if I don't like it, you guys don't even have to come to talk to the principal because it's my decision. So I came and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And next day my parents came and they liked it too. And here I am. Wow. And you said you want us to talk a little bit about what do we do and how Learnife helped us. And mm-hmm. something I really liked is that I'm able to work in what I want. At the same time, doing what Learnife asked me to like deliverables and projects that are not related to what is my passion. But something I really like is that I'm free to work in um, my passions and things I like. Wow, this is this is this is blowing my mind. So I I don't know how much y'all know about me. I I'm from Nigeria, but I grew up in five countries and four continents. My dad was a diplomat, and so we moved around a lot. And that was why I moved around a lot. So I went to all sorts of schools. And I'm trying to think if I was in you know if I had the opportunity to have this type of school, uh, it would have definitely helped me out, especially as a creative. You know, I'm, I'm a writer, speaker, and consultant. So it's it's fascinating hearing all all of you be so confident about what you wanted to do. I know at your age, I was I was having a huge identity crisis, but that's what I'm receiving though. But Devin, I. I I got a question. I got several. First of all, how did you, how long has this school been around? Um, we started uh, in a tiny co-working space with about five kids four years ago. Uh, and then we've basically doubled in size every three months until now. Um, I guess maybe every six months. But uh, yeah, now we have a, a big, beautiful building in the middle of uh, uh, Barcelona. And we have um, uh, 70 kids at this hub and in the secondary, and then we have another uh, almost 40 down uh, at our primary um, with kind of growth continuing to happen. Um, wow. Okay, so why Barcelona and what uh, grade levels? So uh, it's it's first, uh, first to 12th grade by the American system. Um, okay. And we have, uh, it was what grade levels and what was the other? And why Barcelona? Why Barcelona? Um, it just happened that the the some of the the two of the co-founders are from here, 
Um, and I happen to meet one of them here. And so it just seemed like a, and, and Barcelona is fertile soil for, for innovation, for, for change. And there's a number of pro programs here that are, are um, on kind of their journey to innovation uh, in school. So it's, it's not something that's totally new. It's not like we would drop it in the middle of somewhere super conservative <laughs> that wouldn't have it at all. Um, Fair enough. Well, I got to ask, I'm, I'm a professor, so I, I teach uh, students as well, but I became an adjunct professor during the pandemic though. So I didn't really get a lot of in-person classes. All, all my classes were via Zoom. What was it like during COVID, you know, in, in Spain, in Barcelona? How? Because I'm seeing, I'm looking at all of you, you're in a classroom, it seems like. So how have you navigated that? How did you deal with the restrictions and still make sure projects were uh, turned in on time and everyone can, anyone can talk, but I'm just curious. What, what was it like? Damon, do you, you want to, since you were the only one with us at the remote program, uh, do you want to talk about what it was like to do remote with us for that year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was quite difficult because you, you had the challenges of disconnect, like people were disconnected since yeah. it wasn't face to face. It was harder to engage in the activities and so it, it was um, quite difficult to attend to the calls and like give your full engagement when you have your video games right next to you, you have your WhatsApp next to you, your social yeah. media, et cetera. And so um, one thing that, that, that I did was I kept a little um, whiteboard next to me that kind of reminded me of things to do. Mm. And on and you know every time there was a call I tried to go go to it because that kind of showed a sense of community because I wanted I wanted the people that were attending to feel like everyone's attending and like you know if 20 people attend and are supposed to attend and then you only see five it's kind of demoralizing it's like why should I be here well I mean a couple of learners pushed through and I'm so grateful for them you know and <laughs> Right. If you could just talk about because I think you were a good example of people who designed their own schedules really well. Because we didn't, yeah. we didn't, have, we didn't. I think the failing of a lot of schools is they just copied and pasted stuff and said you got to show up every hour. Like, whoa, that's that's crazy. That is yeah. exhausting. That's no good. But Kevin, maybe could you talk about a couple of the things that you chose to do and that were were the things that uh, you got to do with? The first week was really hard for me because I didn't choose the the uh, schedule that fit me, but I chose like they gave us the option to choose things that we liked. So I did some things that were related to working out in that way. It kept me on schedule working out. Then I, um, there was a, there was a kind of a way that I made it to where the workshops were first or, or, or something like that. And then the activities were, or the things that I had to do were later on in the day. It was, it was made to keep me engaged because some things like if you had workshops from, for back to back, like I would have burnt out. So I kind of made it to where I could be fully engaged, you know? Wow. This is, this is, this is blowing my mind. Okay. Now all, all of you are thinking of college or do you want to go to college? What are you thinking? Is, or do you want to start your own thing? Cause all the options are, are there for you, but what are you thinking about post learn life? Um, to me, um, so to me, I'm like in a position in my life where everyone is going to college. I just turned 18. Um, I happily just graduated last week from high school. Congrats. 
Thank you. Um, so my mom, it's being really pushy to go to college. <laughs> and I don't want to, it's not something I'm closing. It's a huge store and it's, it could be a great experience, but it's not something I'm looking forward for. Um, um, but um, right now in Learn Life, um, my position right now, I'm going to stay another year in Learn Life. But just to see what it's going to be my next step, what it's going to be the next step I'm going to take. Um, it, it might be college. I have that door open, but um, it's not something I'm excited about right now. Um, I would love to keep working on my projects and keep growing and start working and getting to know what's the real world. I have a big project in my life that it's moving out of my house okay. and other, other personal projects that are related to my passions. Pablo, could you could you talk a little bit about, I mean, because intentionally the Changemakers program is about helping you kind of prototype what your next step could be and testing it out. Could you talk about maybe like, what does that look like for you? To, why would you choose as an 18-year-old to stay another year so that you could figure out and, and have that kind of launch pad to what happens next? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think a lot of young people would have chose to stay in their house and just stay in their house. Um, what is their next step? But um in my house, I would not do anything. Something that I'm really happy here in Learn Life is that they push you to take your next step. Not not push you to um, do their, the things that they ask you for, or um, they push you to do what you like. You do what you like. You don't do what they ask you for. If you if you don't want to, I do it because it's really helping me to, to grow as a person and grow other skills I, I will not grow in a normal school. But um, I'm, I decided to stay uh, another year. I don't know if it's going to be a year, but a little bit more next um, school year to see what are those next steps. And we have a lot of workshops where we, during this transfer week, um, I was not here because I was on a trip in Mexico, but what I heard, they visited a lot of colleges. Yeah, I had a chance to visit a college really similar to Learn Lab that was really cool. Um, also something really important, um, they helped me a lot. Um, through um, doing project presentation for big brands or brands that I admire a lot um, and present them to them and having interviews with them. They prepared me for interviews. So we had like little simulations for interviews. That was amazing because at the moment when I had the interview, I was not nervous. I was like, here I am. But um, you're ready. You're ready, ready. I can see, I can see it in your voice. You want, you just want to, to get into the real world and start practicing everything. Yeah, yeah it's just... I want I want to think about it. I don't want to take a stupid decision. You know, I want to I really want to have all the papers in the table and be like, okay, let's see let's see what what we're about to do. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, um, they're really helpful. Doing cover letters, doing the CV. I did everything here. Um, my mom is really supportive with everything. She has her points of view, and also something really important for my mom. It was to um, like get used to me not having homework when I get home, get used to me doing different <laughs> stuff. Um, get used to me going with, to Cayman's house to um, help him with playing guitar and stuff like that. So, um, okay. All right. It's like for, for my mom, something when I started here, it was really uncomfortable to not see a kid doing normal um, kid yeah. stuff. In yeah. Normal school. Yeah. But she got used to it. She supports. She, she's my parents have always been really supportive, and that's something I really appreciate. Um, and I'm really thankful for them for being like, "Hey, go to this interview in September," because I've only been here in September, and I feel like I'm a whole different person for who I am. I was in September, like 
Gotcha. I am a I am a mature eighteen year old. Oh well, that's good to hear. I I, I yeah I I want to hear Zeus and and Mateo. You're hearing this. You know, what what is happening in you? Because you know, uh, listen to Pablo. He's talking about how much he's grown with the program. What have you two learned about yourself while you've been in the program? Uh, I, I think I can answer that one. So um, I have found out that personally, I have uh, I have. I, I have a lot more ability to work than I thought because in traditional school, I really, really struggled to get any work done. Most of my, most of, uh, most of what pulled my grades down was really the lack of homework I was able to deliver. I was really, really, really bad at self-management, time management, and just making sure I stayed on top of things. And through the program, I've discovered that I can really achieve much, much more than I thought I could just by figuring out how to micromanage, not micromanage, how to uh, better time manage uh, myself and how to, well, really just take a, create take on things that I would enjoy, right? Rather than, you know, looking at it as an you know, entire essay I have to write, break it down to bits and just work, work at it slowly. Yeah, you no, the- worked on some really cool projects. Could you just tell us about the like? I mean, because it's amazing for someone to come from a traditional school, feel like they're not great at that, but to come here and do the the level of things Zeus is doing blows me away. Can you talk about some of the things you're working on? Uh, sure. I'll be more than glad to. Uh, one of my one of the longest projects I've been doing so far is I've been working on a. It's like a. It's a small company idea. I haven't. Re- we haven't really fleshed it out uh, in the aspect of pricing. Or we basically have a product which is. Uh, a, it's a sign-in box where it, it's basically an RFID scanner. You just ha- have a card, you scan your card, and it, basically, it uploads your, uh, the details, the time of entry, uh, a bunch of other COVID-related uh, things to a spreadsheet. And it's for business, well, mainly for schools to better manage uh, entries and figuring out what, basically how to best deal with the COVID crisis in the case of an outbreak within the schools. They can basically see what kind of, what kind of, uh, uh, they basically have the data to deal with uh, COVID, uh, COVID cases and just, it's just data for schools, basically. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Just wanted to stop by here before we get back to the episode. I wanted to let you all know that I do have a collective for people who are interested in developing their cultural competency skills, becoming more anti-racist, and it's a resource of things that you can do with your family, with your school, with yourself to work through your individual journey to become a better culturally competent leader. It's called UID Collective, and the link is in the show notes, but it's a mix of courses, 
It's a mix of resources, things you can download. And all you need to do is sign up as a member. It's a monthly membership. I'd love for you to check it out. Use it with your friends. Use it with your family. Use it with yourself. Okay? The link is in the show notes. It's called UID Collective. And it's for those of you that want to improve your cultural competency skills. Back to the episode. Wow. Yeah. It's very, it's, you know, it's appropriate. I guess it, it's of the times. And so yeah. would you say that you have a, a problem solver uh, mentality? Seems like you're attacking a problem that's immediate right now. It looks like you're creating a solution for that. Yeah, I, I would definitely say I have a problem solver mentality. Most of my most of the projects that I've been most that I've resonated the most with have been here's a problem, you have three days to fix it, uh, do something about it. And you didn't get that opportunity in in the traditional schools that you have. Gotcha. I, had, I never got I never got even the glimpse of a chance. It was more like uh, this is this is some right now uh, irrelevant information that you may or may not need in later life. <laughs> this is what I learned through my projects. Right? Is here is all the relevant information you need to create X end product. Right? Which is then applicable, which you can then allows you to see the past much better than if just the way schools teach information, even if it's necessary they hand it to you in a format that just feels like it's not going to be useful, right? Even if you're going to be doing advanced algebra in the future, and even if you know this is going to be relevant, it's really hard to visualize and like take the concepts they give you and break it down into something you can apply to everyday life. Whereas with a more project-based approach, it's much easier to take those core fundamentals that you learn and just snap them together like blocks to build other projects. Wow. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Mateo, what have you learned about yourself throughout the time you've been here? Um, I think I learned about myself more in, well, so sorry about this, but so what I learned about myself, um, well, I learned that I could, I could be more confident because before, you know, in traditional schools, uh, I could, I was not confident at all like zero like I, I was not confident yeah um because before like all the homework or the stress or like the, the essays yeah it's a lot of essays uh these those three things stressed me a lot and and also my confidence to like tell the teacher you know um to talk to the teacher about about it yeah and um since i and also um writing because before i think i i learned i think i learned about myself that i could write more because before because i had a um i had something i wanted to do this since a long time because i lived in Mor- morocco and mm-hmm. uh, that moment i had i had about the same school as their life at that moment in morocco it was a bit more different so you could have your own planning but over there i was planning to make a movie because personally i want to be an actor when i grow up Okay. All right. And right now, I wanted to make a movie over there. Okay, and I was not good at writing. I was terrible at that. So I didn't have a lot of like, my imagination. So since we came to Barcelona after the traditional school, when I came here uh, with uh, I think uh, Express Express herself, um, Express right? Yeah. Yeah. Express herself. Uh, I I I know I I I just I learned about myself that. I could write more and have more imagination. And right now, now I know that I can write more, have more imagination. Um, I'm actually starting to make the movie again that I wanted to make before. 
And speaking of confidence, he's on a podcast with you right now. And he's also in front of the entire community. He's done puppet shows, like these comedy puppet shows in front of hundreds, like a hundred plus people. So yeah, I would say your, your confidence is significantly Yeah, great. and uh, that's, I think that's how I age my confidence. Also for the puppet show part, I learned life. Um, <laughs> puppets, I like puppets a lot because when you go on stage with a puppet, don't you feel that when you go on stage with a puppet, it feels that someone's actually next to you? You know, I have to take your word for it because I've never done a puppet show, but I've I've, I've only seen it. So, trust me, because when you're going on stage with a puppet, like literally uh, three times, one puppet called Chives, right? Three times, I think I did three times with him, three times, and I felt he was real. For one moment, I swear to God, I thought I didn't even touching him. He was like three, seven, like, <laughs> I swear, and I thought, oh my God, he's real. Um, and that's what I mean, that's what made me feel more confident. Puppet shows and talking in front of people. This is going to make yeah. you a great actor because you have, you, you can imagine what that is, especially if you're doing the CGI projects and you're talking mm. to someone like Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> Thanos. Okay. So, okay. I have, I have a question for you, Devin. Now, you, you've put, this is a successful, what I'm hearing, this has been successful. It's been for two years, right? Uh, uh, we've been running for four. Four, sir, four years. Now, you described it as the first iteration of this. Does that mean that you're planning to grow this in different parts of the world? Yeah, I mean, at the moment, for example, I'm running uh, trainings with people who want to open hubs in Brazil, Romania, Qatar, uh, Switzerland, and, and Germany, who are all launching uh, this year or have already launched. Uh, and we just signed a contract with um, the Ministry of Education in Hamburg, Germany, and they want to open 10 different mini versions of what we're doing. And it's, it's an idea whose time has come. And uh, the people hear about what we're doing. They come for a visit and they say, I want that. And so what we're ramping up now to do is to support that. So uh, that's why you all, Zeus, uh, Paulo, came in, Mateo, are so important because you are helping spread the message. And I think a lot of people, they come and see the amazing work you are able to do. They're so impressed. And so, well, you know, that's why I'm asking the question because people are listening right now can say, well, I like what I'm hearing from, uh, from the learners. I like what I'm hearing from you. W- what can they do to, you know, make sure that they can replicate this in their systems. How can they contact you or is there a form? You, you, you're making Brian so happy with this question. Uh, join the Alliance. Um, <laughs> if you go to our website, um, we're, we're looking for like-minded people who want to join the movement to sign up and get involved. And we have paradigm conversations, uh, host networking events and these kind of things. Cause it's, it's really important for people to find their tribe around this, to, to connect with others. Cause having taught in a variety of places where I felt really isolated as an educator, like I didn't have that community. It's, it's now it's so much easier to do online. And so um, we host events uh, semi-annually and um, yeah, these kind of chats and things. So uh, please join the Alliance. And, and now, now the, the Alliance for those listening, I'll put, I'll make sure I put that in the show notes, but uh, that Alliance link will be the way for you to then create your own hub and or to join a part of your community now your larger goal for this is to have this in every continent i'm assuming our ambitious goal is 100,000 schools in the next 10 years will be using some part of the learn life model um and and we think that's going to be possible um at the rate that we're we're developing a tech platform to support it so that we can be open source and uh and share a lot of what we're doing in the methodologies and also enable um learners to connect from all over the world. We also have a, a, a remote hub that we're calling Home Hub so that learners can connect from all over the world and start joining now. One of the big issues was we had this demand coming in, but we were like, well, how do we get involved? And so now you can take workshops online. Um, 
if they if they uh, if you go to the Learn Life website, you'll see Home Hub is a part of that um, yeah. and can connect. And so yeah, uh, but yeah, every continent we want to figure out uh, low tech solutions to to start figuring out how to help communities that have less access to to high speed internet, so that we can still be involved. Um, one of our our next projects that we're working on is in Kigali in Rwanda. Um, we have a group of people that we collaborate with down there. And so we want to help them. It's interesting. They, they asked us to build something or co collaboratively create with them some solution for learners who've already gone through school, but they need the kind of enterprise skills to turn what they know into a business because that's the biggest demand right now in, in Central Africa is oftentimes people have to be job makers rather than job takers. And so they wanted us to support down there. And so we, we hope that whatever we do down there, then we can scale into to other parts of, of Central Africa to support and, and kind of continue to collaboratively work with, with communities there. Such a fascinating, brilliant concept. Uh, all right, so w- w- again, for, for those listening, it would be in the show notes, be this learnlife.com. And there are multiple things where you can work with them, you can collaborate with them. They're going to create, you know, different paradigms for you to, to follow. So if you're an educator, you're your parent, caregiver, or, you know, uh, a learner, an aspiring learner, you, you know, multiple opportunities for that. What about the, on the business side though? You know, I imagine you need some capital, right. To, to get there. Are you open to investors and people who are looking to fund programs? Yeah, I think uh, we're definitely open for investors who understand that we're for purpose um, business and that we're trying to, the idea is that we'll eventually have a foundation driving this. Um, but yeah, the, the more capital we can get in, the, the quicker we can do good work. Um, so absolutely. Okay. Okay. You, on your end, what you've seen um, and what you currently see right now with the pandemic, this is my experience becoming a professor during the pandemic really gave me a peek behind <laughs> the glance and, and the people that I, I, I felt the most sorry for were the learners and the students, because I don't feel like a lot of the uh, educators were prepared to deliver a training outside of, of, of a physical environment. And I would hear from my students from other classes that, you know, someone is reading in front of a monotone way, or they didn't get the experience or they could read this or watch this on YouTube. Right. I, I heard all these things you have in this vantage point, what do you feel like educators need to focus on to get the best out of learners? That's a good question. Maybe I'll, I'll pass that to the learners is what do you all feel like um, is the greatest value that the learning guides offer you that might be different than what a teacher offers you? Because I, I think in answer to your question, it's we need to just fundamentally rethink what value teachers and learning guides offer. Because if it's transmission of information, that's dumb. There's Google. Like you can do that. So exactly. I wonder, that's what I'm saying. It goes, you can just Google all these things. <laughs> right. Basically. Uh, um, there's a guy who has a, a, a blog called the ungoogleable curriculum, which I think is really interesting to, to think about this idea of like, if it's Googleable, why teach it? But I'm curious to hear from you guys. What do you think is the value that the learning guides add to your life? That isn't just putting information in your brains. Well, if, if I were to say it would definitely be support. Right. Uh, the the way the what I like that really excel is giving support to students in ways that they really need it. Right, but not just you know, informational support or they, if they need support with some learning, they also support on an emotional level to make sure you're in an, you're in a good enough state to be as to learn as quickly as possible and as much as possible. They really make sure you're. Uh, they just really support you on a day to day basis and really ensure your well being and your mental well being. Uh, as much as possible, and they really try to drive you towards your goals through uh, just being there and making sure you're okay. 
That's right. I, I, I believe mental well-being, I, I think, is the number one for sure. I, I had that uh, in things that I was learning. Okay, so you're saying support, Zeus. What do you think, uh, you know, Pablo came in? No. Uh, I wanted oh, to... No. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Mateo. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Pablo. I'll tell, I'll tell Mateo the question. <laughs> um, I wanted to highlight something Devin said. Here, teachers on that called teachers are called learning guides learning guides okay okay they're still teachers like here we don't call homework homework it's deliverables it's still homework but the energy that it's behind the words they use um it it like it's an influence to what we actually do um how the word says learning guides i think something really important and especially for us that we're the older guys here and the old um like the bigger group that it's called change makers yeah is that um they actually guide us to our next step so um a part of teaching us a lot of skills a lot of things that are going to be useful in the real world outside um they're actually guiding us instead of teaching us I love that. I love that. That that that's a reframe, but it, it's 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 just a different way to look at it. So okay, I, I see that. So guide yeah. support, interesting. Well, right. I, want to say is, um, I don't know if you had something to say. Did you have something to say? No, no, no. Um, well, I wanted to focus on the fact that they really. Um, dedicate a one-on-one -on -one effort to us. So it's not like we're one of the hundred learners that come here. It's more like they build a relationship between the learner and the learning guide. And if something's wrong, they, even if it's non, if, even if it's learn life, not related, like, you know what I mean? It's outside of the school. Right. Right. Learning center, they still care. And they'll try to, if you reach out to them, they will still help you. It's more like that, that, um, What's it called? No, also adding to that, each person has a mentor. Um, oh. So that's really important because um, I'm like, you create a relationship, like, and they, they, they help you. And something I want to say, they listen to you here. It's not like, oh, math, exam, do this. No, it's like, Pablo, what you want? Oh, I, I want this, this, and that. Okay, let's, let's, they're, they're not like, here you are, no. They're like, okay, let's try to get there. This is what we have to do, or this is what you should do. And something I want to say, I will forever be grateful to my mentor, shout out Anna, because she, she legit changed my life. Like, she has helped me so much to grow as a person, and without her, I will not be in the spot I am right now in my life. Wow. Well, I, I love hearing that. Definitely, you've got to, you got to be proud of, of the program that you all are creating. That's, that's a beautiful thing to, to just experience and just hear. No, it, but it's so basic. No, like human relationships should come first. <laughs> right? Don't, don't treat people like numbers. It's like, I mean, that's part one of the big reasons I went into education is the first school I worked at in, in, uh, in Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn was like designed like a prison and the kids were treated like prisoners, you know? And so like, this is got That's to unfortunate. Oh, well, you know, you, you said best time I'm, I'm in New York. So this is, this was, this was in 2000, mind you. So I know bed style looks a lot different than it. Than it's it was so before. different. <laughs> yeah. um, well, all right. Well, I, 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 before we wrap up, I want to, you know, uh, ask you all what you all are doing outside of uh, learn life. You know, are you following anything Are you, what are your hobbies? What do y'all do? What do you? Um, I especially when I, I think uh, after learn life, well, I mostly I don't know because after because of COVID, 
acting classes is mostly not like uh, in the week yeah well i did mostly wednesdays but i don't i didn't really accept it but i go to acting classes uh-huh. and i th- i find it really fun because i've been doing acting i think for five four years nice. if i remember and um i think it's very fun after after school well, who's your favorite actor yeah, that's a good question <laughs> To be to be honest, um, Jim Carrey, I think. Jim Carrey, you watch Jim Carrey? How <laughs> you? Jim Carrey, I watch everything. I, you know what? That is how I know you're a true cinephile. That is, if you can pull Jim Carrey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, I thought they wouldn't know. Who, I mean, you and our generation certainly, but yeah, I didn't even realize that. I had no idea. That, I'm so impressed. Jim Carrey, very, very okay. All right, all right. What about the rest of you? What do you all do outside? Uh, um, uh, I play basketball uh, on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. <laughs> it's my favorite sport. I'm a basketball, soccer, tennis, uh, or. I don't know. This might be where we fight now because I'm uh, LeBron James is my favorite athlete of all time. So I, I don't know if you're into <laughs> someone else. <laughs> that we might... uh, it's understandable. Le- LeBron James is uh, <laughs> is something else. Who, who, who do you follow? You say you play basketball. I, I I play basketball, but I don't watch much NBA or sport. Unfortunately, I do. I I I, I I've been training for like uh, three or four years now, and every everyone on my team says I should be following the ABC or the NBA, right? But I, I just I can I can never quite get into it, unfortunately. Like the, no, that's good though. So you at least you're doing something. So you're saying so you basketball for you, uh, and I know I know Mateo's. Oh. Um, yeah, I also do Robot Wars after schools as well. It's a little club I started where there's a local robot, comp- yeah, robot uh, competition here in Catalonia. Uh, I've also been hosting that on the days I don't do basketball. Wow, good for you. All right, all right. A good example of people who wanted to get involved. We had a guy who's an uh, aeronautics engineer who's like, how can I help? I'm like, we got some kids who want to do Robot Wars. You want to mentor some Robot Wars? And so, <laughs> that's, uh, that's so brilliant. Oh, I love this. Uh, and, and then to, to wrap up, Pablo and Cayman. What do you do outside of? Um, I have two things that I'm really passionate about. Um, one is football or soccer. Football, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one, Learn Life helped me a lot with music. I I love music, and you know, it's 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 for my mental or my well being in total. I love that. And I, so, I, from what I heard earlier, you're learning to play the guitar. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I learned to play, like, I, I only knew, like, two instruments before I came here, and now that I've been here for like, a couple of years, I've learned six or seven. Huh, look at you, like, like, like Bruno yeah. Mars out there, like you're a prince. <laughs> <laughs> the artist already known as prince. All right, you're building your musicality. Favorite football team, since we, we're both saying the same language. Uh, Bro. PSG, okay, PSG. PSG, yo, rest in peace. I'm a, so I'm a... <laughs> No, I'm saying look, I can't say anything because I'm a Manchester United fan, and we haven't had our glory days since Sir Alex Ferguson. But, but the Euro, huh? Yeah, you guys might win. Yeah, but you know, we when I was growing up, we were Champions League level. <laughs> now, now we're, but we'll get back. We just need to work on getting the owners out, Glazers out. <laughs> but uh, okay, and, and to wrap up, you came. Um, Pablo, sorry. Um, well, I call myself a creator because I do a lot of creative things. 
Um, um, let's just say that my three fields that I'm more professional at, it's um, photography. I'm a film photographer. Mm. Um, and I take pictures of models, um, places I travel. And now this year I've been growing and um, how I said, um, I take pictures of models. So Instagram influencers or famous people just text me on Instagram asking for a job or whatever. Um, I want to shout out my Instagram. Shout out your Instagram. Pablo, P-A-V-L-O-N-E with a lowercase. This guy. So now do you travel? I know COVID is restricted. So I, I, I just came from Mexico at last, like, Two nights ago, I just came from Mexico to see my family. Okay, okay. So, so for, for now, you know, people, if you want rates, you know, check out his Instagram. And if you like his work, you know. Um, but also, uh, I love fashion. I'm a big Carhartt head. Um, here, Carhartt Whip in Europe is really powerful. And also, I had some projects where I'm doing, like, clothing lines where I recycle vintage um, denim and I paint on them and I do one-on-one pieces that then I try to sell or I wear by myself. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 uh, I usually ask my guests at the end of the podcast how they're using the difference to make a difference, but I feel like you've answered that question. My mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. And so I, I have to commend you all change makers for, for doing this. Uh, you know, I, I, this is the beginning of a relationship that I'm building with, with the school. And so I hope to see you all. Uh, you know, uh, beyond this and, and, and to be able to be a resource in any way I can be. Uh, but thank you all for spending time. And and uh, I'll definitely let you know when the episode is out. As uh, as, as you all creators know, there, there are many in the backlog, <laughs> but this is going to come out at some point. But when it, when it comes out, I'll, I'll, I'll let you all know. Awesome. Thanks so much for the opportunity. It was really Bye. great to talk. Pleasure's mine. Well, thank you all. It's been a real pleasure. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.